Does spaghetti grow on trees? Well, we know the answer is obviously no. But there was a point in time where people weren't so sure. Let's dive into today's episode of Don't Even Ask, where we will learn just how BBC tricked the world. On good old April Fool's Day of 1957, BBC aired a three-minute segment showing a Swiss family harvesting spaghetti from their orchard of trees. The footage showed a family harvesting spaghetti after a mild winter. Women carefully plucked strands of spaghetti from a tree and laid them out in the sun to dry. I'll play an audio clip now, but if you want to watch the full feature in all its glory, well, the internet is a wonderful place. Spring this year has taken everyone by surprise. Here in the Ticino, on the borders of Switzerland and Italy, the slopes overlooking Lake Lugano have already burst into flower, at least a fortnight earlier than usual. But what, you may ask, has the early and welcome arrival of bees and blossom to do with food? Well, it's simply that the past winter, one of the mildest in living memory, has had its effect in other ways as well. Most important of all, it's resulted in an exceptionally heavy spaghetti crop. The last two weeks of March are an anxious time for the spaghetti farmer. There's always the chance of a late frost, which, while not entirely ruining the crop, generally impairs the flavor and makes it difficult for him to obtain top prices in world markets. The budget for the project was only 100 pounds, British pounds, not 100 pounds of spaghetti, and the person that kind of wanted to do this stunt headed out to Switzerland in March. He was accompanied by a representative from the Swiss tourist office, and they scouted out a location. The problem was the weather was pretty bad. It was misty and cold, and most of the trees were not in blossom. But they kept going, and they found the perfect setting, a hotel surrounded by evergreen laurel trees. Producers obtained 20 pounds of homemade spaghetti, uncooked, and yes, this is actual pounds in weight, and began hanging it from branches to create spaghetti trees. But soon, they encountered a problem. The spaghetti dried out pretty quickly, and it wouldn't hang from the branches. They tried to solve the problem by cooking the spaghetti and then hanging it, but once it was cooked, the spaghetti became slippery and slid off the branches and onto the ground. The tourist representative had a great solution. Why don't you place the uncooked spaghetti between damp cloths to keep it moist until it was ready to use? Yes, the real April Fool's joke is that I used that word. Ugh. With this problem solved, producers began hiring some local women to hang the spaghetti in the trees. He had them wear their national costume and then filmed them as they climbed ladders carrying wicker baskets, which they filled full of spaghetti and then laid out to dry in the sun. After taking all the shots needed of the spaghetti harvest, at least the producers prepared a spaghetti feast for their actors, so that's nice. At the time, spaghetti wasn't really popular in the United Kingdom, so I will give them credit that at least it's not like everyone was just super dumb. And in all fairness, the voiceover was conducted by a well-known broadcaster named Richard Dimbleby. So, I mean, I understand if I saw, like, someone giving me the lowdown of a space story on the Today Show... Um, definitely I can see how it could be misconstrued as the real deal. The prank didn't end there. 
After the segment aired, viewers called in to BBC asking for advice on how to grow their own spaghetti trees. At this point in history, a little under half of the homes in Britain had televisions. Approximately eight people phoned in the following day. Crew members of BBC responded, telling them to, quote, place a sprig of spaghetti in a tin of tomato sauce and hope for the best, end quote. This is believed to be one of the first times the medium of television has been used to stage an April Fool's Day hoax. Even decades later, CNN called this broadcast the biggest hoax that any reputable news establishment ever pulled. Thank you for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, please follow on Instagram at Don't Even Ask Pod, and I hope that you'll listen next time.